Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. He's getting me so wet and so turned on and I'm just like sopping through my panties and his girlfriend is sitting. I could reach over and touch her. Just, yeah, I mean, and I can hear her breathing and sleeping. I was just a sopping wet mess. And the thrill of thinking, oh my God, like, that it was naughty and I shouldn't be doing this and it was wrong and that I could be caught. And her like literally right there, I can hear her breathing. When I'm with the right person, I mean, I love their come inside me. I love a man to come deep, deep inside me. I saw this guy and he basically had a landing strip, like a full on triangle landing strip, like a woman above his dick. Hey guys, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. So glad to be here with you today. Well, here's what I'm going to do. Today I'm going to do, I thought, you know what? After last Tuesday's just gripe session, I just thought I need something a little more lighthearted, a little funnier. And I thought, what a great time to catch up on Q&A because I had all these great questions come in. So I'm just going to focus on those because this is going to be a fun episode, actually, a really fun episode. So guys, if you haven't listened to last Tuesday's episode, which I think was 214, episode 214, you might want to pass on it. It's just really, I mean, I'm still a little traumatized over it (laughs) that I put that out there. But I did in my typical Layla fashion. I just let it rip. I have no filter. I say what's on my mind and there you have it. But I think you guys have already, you know that about me. So at any rate, listen at your own. If you haven't listened, you may just want to pass on it. If you ha- if you ha- if you're going to go listen, you've been warned. Okay. Now, oh my gosh. First thing I'm going to start with. Okay, guys, this is a question from a listener. This is John. Okay, take a listen. Hi, I'm John. I was uh wondering about a personal issue. I am inverted soft and two and a half inches fully erect. I am 6 foot 1, 205 pounds in great shape. But my girlfriend says I'm really, she loves me. She just says it's too small that she can't feel me. Um, Is that size really too small? I mean, I know it's an issue. I'm just wondering. Thank you. Wow. Okay, John. Well, first of all, thank you for asking me. I had to sit and think about that one for a second. But okay, let me, I do have here my handy dandy tape measure. So let me, let me, that, that's the sound of me get opening it up there. And if you can hear that, I've got it locked in at two and a half inches. Okay. Now you say that you're inverted when you're soft. I don't think I've ever come across that an inverted penis. That's something. That's something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at this two and a half inches. Wow. Okay, let me put this. I'm going to put that next to my index finger. 
my index finger on my left hand is about uh, three inches, it looks like. Let me see. I kind of have long, skinny fingers. Let's see. Yeah. Actually, it's just a, it's like, it's, it's a three inches and a quarter is my index finger. Now I'm, the reason I'm using that is because I'll stick that inside me or my middle finger, but my index finger. And I find that plenty pleasurable. However, my finger has, I guess what, a third of an inch, no, three fourths of an inch more than you. Hmm. Let me think about that. Well, okay. It's small. I'm not going to lie. That is small. I mean, I think you probably know that, but if you and your girlfriend, you know, if she can work with it, then I guess that's all that really matters, right? What you guys decide is workable and gets everybody satisfied. I know that there's these, I don't know how pleasurable it is for you, but I know that there's like penis extensions that you can put on that add to the length. For me, it's about the girth, John. I like a girthy dick. Now, if it's two inches and not very girthy, well, then you got to think about, okay, how you're using it. Also, you've got fingers, which are really nice and stiff. Those, that stiffness goes a long way. That does it. That's why dildos are like nice because like stiff ones, because you can get that pressure in there. So I don't know, John, this, this is, this stumps me. I'm so sorry. It does. It stumps me a bit. I'm like, huh. And it really had me thinking like, well, what would I do if it were me? I mean, I think, I think I'd want to give it the old college try. Like literally, like this would be a novelty. I'd want to I, if I really liked somebody, I think I could manage it. I'm not joking. I think I can manage it. But again, I don't know what she really likes. And again, I don't know about the stiffness of, you know, if it's, it's really about like the blood flow and the girth and the stiffness. And so I'm not sure, you know, you just, I, I'm not sure where you are with that. You sound like, it sounds like you're healthy. So if she's okay with it, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like maybe she's not, but you've been an adult walking around with that penis, sticking it in women. And I mean, do you have a lot of complaints? Is this normal? Or, you know, is she just kind of saying, Hey, this isn't enough for me. There's so many different things you can do if you enjoy being together other than just the penis to vagina penetration. Also, I don't know what your preference is sexually. You could try some, you bring up a, a guy with a bigger penis in and y'all get to play together. I mean, there's just a lot of ways to go about this. So I just think it's your task with being creative. And I'm sure if you really put your mind to it, you know, you can, you'll make it work. So that's my best advice to you, John. I hope that helps. I'm sorry. I don't, you know, I don't know if I had any, if there have any magic for you, but you definitely, I mean, yes, it is on this, definitely on the smaller side, but again, if it's got some girth and some stiffness, then Hey, I don't see why not. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. I hope that helps. Thank you for leaving your message. Okay. This next question is kind of interesting. It's it, I'm like, it kind of has me wondering, huh, why'd somebody ask this? But anyway, do you have, the question is, do you have any sexy stories from when you were younger? And you know what? I do have some sexy stories from when I was younger. But when I, you know, it was funny when you 
asked me this question, I just totally took me back to something I had kind of forgotten about. So I'm excited to actually share this story. Okay. So I think I must have been around 16 or 17. And and it's funny because I had totally forgotten about this until I got this question. But I was around 16 or 17. I was with my first boyfriend and we, you know, we were totally in love and all that, blah, blah, blah. But he had a, um, I became good friends with his cousin and his cousin, who was a female, she had a boyfriend at the time and we had all gone out and done something. And I don't know why, but I ended up going back to his, my boyfriend's cousin's house along with her boyfriend And somehow I was, you know, ends up that I'm staying the night because this was his house. He was a couple years older, so he had his own place. And he was also, he was in the military. He was, yeah, he was in the military. He was a couple years older. And so she was older than me and he was a couple years older than her. So he must've been 18, 19, something like that. Anyway, we all end up going to sleep in the same bed. (laughs) How this happens, how this scenario worked out, I don't know. Apparently, they only had one bed. It was king size bed. And let me just preface this, guys. I'm 16 or 17. You have no idea how under cautious I am. Have now, even as a grown up, and back then, it was probably 10 times worse. So there could have been something blatantly coming my way, bad intention, danger, slimy sleaziness. And I would be the last, I mean, like I wouldn't know it until I was just right in the thick of it. And <laughs> I've said on this podcast several times, I'm literally lucky I have not, I'm not dead or dead in a ditch somewhere or was raped or I mean, like literally some of the stupid shit I got myself into and just made it out by my, on my good looks or my, I don't even know, like you can put me in a situation and then I'll, I'm pretty quick on my feet when I get thrown into it, but I'm not one good for seeing it coming. I'll, I'll, you know, and still to this day, I will put myself in dangerous situations like what? I don't know what's going on. I didn't, you know, like it's perfectly safe. Anyway, I have no idea why that, that gene, you know, the caution gene just sort of skipped me, but anyway, back to the story. Okay. So, so we're all in the same bed together and somehow my boyfriend's cousin, she falls asleep straight away. Now, I'm not sure if maybe they were thinking they'd have a threesome with me and they're all all in the bed, but then she dozes up. I I don't know. Now I look back on this and I'm like, what was the plan here? Like, where were they going with this? But anyway, she falls asleep and then he starts reaching over and kind of like touching my leg. And then, and I'm just kind of, I stiffen up you know, and I'm just like laying there. And then he's kind of moving his hand up my leg and caressing it. And he just starts going and he keeps going. And then eventually he's got his hand between my legs, rubbing my clit. Well, at this point, first of all, I'm kind of, I'm petrified and, but I'm also really turned on. This guy's getting me really turned on. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm letting this guy touch me. And I mean, I know him, right? I, we'd, I mean, I'd hung out with him. I'd been around him and her together several times. And 
never a problem. And he's getting me so wet and so turned on. And I'm just like sopping through my panties. And his girlfriend is sitting. I could reach over and touch her. Just, yeah. I mean, and I can hear her breathing and sleeping and she was asleep for sure. But at the same time, I'm also excited and turned on by this because I know we shouldn't be doing it. I'm like, it's this, I'm scared, turned on, aroused, petrified, like all at once. It was weird. And then, then he starts kissing me and we're making out and, and I'm not touching him though, but he just keeps on going. He just keeps, he's touching everywhere. He's touching my tits, touching, you know, I mean, fingers in me. And I was just a sopping wet mess. And the thrill of thinking, oh my God, like that it was naughty and I shouldn't be doing this and it was wrong and that I could be caught. And her like literally right there, I can hear her breathing. And I just let it happen. And I I could have said, no, I wanted it. I mean, like I was turned on. I wanted him to keep touching me. It felt so fucking good. Anyway, that's my, I guess that's my sort of saucy, seedy, sexy little story there. And I was a good girl. I did not get, I was very vanilla, very, very vanilla. But it's interesting because I look back on that and I go, well, there we go. There was a kinkster in the making right there. And so this is why I, now that I think about it, I mean, hello, why I've been primed for threesomes since I was 16, 17. I just didn't know it. <laughs> Somebody took a crack at it. <laughs> Somebody kind of like was toe dipping me into it. Anyway, a very fun little thing to remember. And oh my gosh. And then the next day, that next morning when he woke up, I mean, she did not know a thing. And I remember I was like going into the bathroom. He like, cause I was just mortified. I just wanted to get out of there. And he kind of like followed me in and, you know, and he was like, I remember him saying to me, like, you look so beautiful in the morning. And she doesn't look anything like that in the morning, you know, and you look so beautiful and I'm like, oh God, okay, look, I but look, buddy, you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. I have a boyfriend. It's her cousin. That That's my boyfriend. You know him. He's bigger than you. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah, that was that. As far as I know, that's, that never came to light. She never found out and happy, happy that that one just, fell into the background. Okay. Next question. It says, I get why you think chastity is hot. If you have a belt on a chastity belt on, what about pooping and peeing? Um, (laughs) well, to be honest with you, I hadn't thought about that. Now that you mention it, I'm like, Oh, a good question. And B, yeah, I see that this could be a problem. Okay. So let me go back over the chastity thing. First of all, I do still find that very hot, very erotic, very arousing. Like I would so love to do that with someone, but it has to be again, like the person I picture doing that with has to be somebody that I really, it's kind of like in a, definitely in a dominant role, somebody that I respect and would submit and put myself in that position with and the other since they're going to have the key right i mean there's a couple things here trust all that stuff but it is hot and it could be because he's punishing me because i'm just such a slutty little bitch and he can't trust me i mean it could just be like oh there's just so many fun little delicious scenarios so many different ways you can go with that that being said 
the pooping, the poo poo and the pee pee. I do not want, I do not want to have to get, try to go to the bathroom, number one or number two with that thing on. So it really only would be for a certain amount of time, a couple hours, whatever. Maybe I, I go out and I'd have to have it on under my clothes or something like that. But I just, or when he's around, then he can unlock it when I need to use the restroom, that kind of a thing. Yeah, I don't want to, I am not going to be peeing through holes or any of that bullshit or worse, trying to poop through one. No, <laughs> no, ew, 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 Can't even, I don't even want to use the word poop on, on this podcast. <laughs> no pooping on this pod. No one gets to use the P word. Anyway, yeah, no, that's not for me. So I would, it wouldn't, I guess, therefore, it, you know, it, I could wear it continually, but I would have to have that person there to allow me to take it off when I needed to, you know, go to the bathroom. So there you go. Okay. Next question. What are your thoughts on breeding? I love it when my boyfriend breeds me. Another subject I find extremely hot. I don't know where it came from or what developed it, but just, I don't know. There's something about that. I think it's because it's so primal. It's just so fucking primal. And when I'm with the right person, I mean, I love their come inside me. I love a man to come deep, deep inside me, just right pushed back up against my uterus, just flooding it, just filling me up. And it's so hot. It's like, because you're just like so out of control, you, you can't not do it. And then there's also this, you know, when you talk about the breeding, the mentality of it, it's like that he's claiming you and you're his and he's going to put his fucking seed in you. I mean, oh, oh, it's just, it's just so possessive and animalistic and hot and sexy. It turns me on to no end. So if you get to role play that out or act that out or play that out or with your, in your relationship, then I think you're a lucky girl. I think it's hot as fuck. So yes, I'm all about it. It's just, yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. And the thing is, you, you know, you just, it just turns something on in you. That's like I said, it's so, it's just so primal. It's like, you just have to be with that person. You can't stand not to your, I mean, like I can feel my like whole like pelvis just aching and throbbing when you just got to get fucked and you want it so deep in you and you want that release and you want to feel that flood inside of you. Oh God, it's the best. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna have to masturbate after this episode. Okay. Um, (laughs) See, I told you this is so much better. This is so much better than episode 214. Oh, yes. All right. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast.com at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. It's okay. This next one, since you get a lot of dick pics, what's the weirdest dick you've ever seen? 
I love these questions. I am getting such good questions. The weirdest dick. I don't know if I've ever said weird dick. Let me think about this. I have, you're right. See, I have seen a lot of dicks. I mean, dicks that burned my eyes that I just didn't want to see. You know, I don't know that so much about the dicks. It may have just been something about that picture that was wrong or off, whether or not it was like you had a dirty, messy background or your dinner, last night's dinner is sitting next to your bed or in your bed still. And it's untidy and unkept. Or probably, oh, I know, I know. You know what? Probably the weirdest thing. Oh, I got a good one. I got a good one. (laughs) It's coming back to me. Okay. The weirdest thing I've seen is I saw this guy and he basically had a landing strip, like a full on triangle landing strip, like a woman above his dick. He had like literally trimmed himself, manscaped himself, like a woman's vagina. And I was like, huh, like a full on triangle. It, you know, it was a skinny triangle, but you could see the shape of it and definitely not equilateral. It was, you know, it, but it was a full on female, female do. He had a, he had a female do above his ding dong. And I looked at it and I was like, that is just wrong. Like that turns me off right there. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I don't want to be sucking your dick and staring at that trim job or look down as I'm playing with myself and riding your cock and see that trim job. No, mm -mm, mm -mm. no, it just was wrong. So uh, that was a big turnoff. I did not do anything with that guy. That's, he didn't even get, he did not even get to a meet and greet. <laughs> he was off the list. He self-eliminated right there with that one. Okay. But that was a good question. Thank you. See, I'm getting such good questions. Like, thank you. Thank you. This is making me laugh and giggle. I'm thinking of funny stuff. Okay. The next question is, do you have any limits on how far you let your dom control you? Well, yeah, of course. I would hope that every submissive would have some hard limits. Otherwise, you're probably going to be attracting a real piece of shit. Like if you have someone that's totally looking for no limits, no hard limits, no boundaries, I'm not sure how that would work, to be quite honest with you. So yes, I I do have, no, no, he, you know, I have some limits. I mean, I love to be in that submissive role. And especially, like I said, because you're really like serving that other person. And that's a turn on for me, a big turn on, especially when you have that bond. It's incredible, really. In my, you know, it just, it does it. That's it for me. I mean, that really, it just does it for me. So, but again, that being said, Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, I still have self-respect and self-worth and I'm not going to just take it because he's dishing it out, do it because he says so. And a good dominant knows, knows that and knows when they can push you when you're being sassy versus when pushing you would be the wrong thing to do because you are up against a hard limit. And so, yeah, I definitely have... Well, limits. I can't think of what, you know, I can't think of any scenario that I would have to, where that would come into play because fortunately I haven't been put in that position 
during play, any kind of a play scenario or anything like that, where I felt that it was pushed too far or something, something I didn't want to happen wasn't respected. Okay. Next one. It says, I listened to the episode when you mentioned camming. Did you ever do it? If not, do you think you will? Uh, no, I, I have not. Yeah. I know which one you're talking about. I was saying that, that the thought of camming, I thought it was kind of erotic because, and turned me on, you know, where I got that idea was oddly enough was from BE. I talked to him and he told me that he was seeing someone that was a cam model and he went on one of her cam shows with her. He had, you know, he wore a, some type of a face mask. So, you know, that he, you couldn't tell, you know, nobody would be able to identify him and they had sex during a live show, a live broadcast and a live cam show. And it was fun and exciting. And, and I just thought, oh my gosh, yes, because that plays in, that sounds like fun to me too. You know, if I could do it with, I wouldn't want to do it with showing my face, but if I do it anonymously, oh, hell yeah. I mean, I've already told you guys how I realized I had this I have this voyeur or not voyeuristic, but exhibitionist side because, and I discovered that one of the sex, last time I was at a sex club, I was so turned on and there were people just right there. Like I could almost feel them breathing on me. They were that close and they're watching me and I'm just, I'm so turned on. The person I'm with is just making me drip down my leg and it was hot and, and, oh, I totally got off on it. You know, I just totally got off on it and I never, you know, I didn't even know up to that point. I've never been in that scenario, but you find yourself in the right circumstance with the right person. And there's all that trust there and you're, you're hot for each other. And, and then put that, like I said, you know, put that in the right setting and it takes you to different levels. It'll show up in different ways. You know, you discover different things. And I definitely realized how hot it was to be watched by total strangers and knowing that other people were just getting off on us, watching us, it was a head trip. It was, it was hot. I mean, yeah, I did not see that one coming, but I would totally do it again in a heartbeat in a sex club for sure. And likewise, I'd probably do the camming, you know, but again, I'd want to stay. I'd have to do it anonymously. Like I wouldn't show my face, you know, I'd wear a mask or I'd have the camera at a certain angle so you didn't see my face, but I definitely would consider it for sure. Okay. And oh my gosh, see, I was having so much fun with this episode and I'm already down to my last question. How's the Florida dating going? I'd like to take you out. What's your number? (laughs) Well, obviously you did not listen to episode 214. You know, so far it's, it's been under, I'm underwhelmed. And I, I hate saying that because I have met some good guys and you guys, you heard me with Goldie. He's a good guy. I like him and, you know, I'm definitely continuing with him, but there's just been a lot of what I, you know, I don't know what it is. It's like, I'm the one sort of having to, it's weird. It's like, I'm not moving the process along in the sense that I'm texting them or reaching out. They're always the ones doing that, but they can't quite move it forward fast enough. I almost feel like when I get into it, I feel like the man and they're the girl and it's weird, you know, like, uh, can we move this along, please? Like, I don't need 
to text all night long a conversation. I hate doing that. Like, why would you not just pick up the phone and talk? One thing I like about Goldie is he likes to talk. He'll just pick up the phone and talk. He's the same way as I am. He doesn't want to sit there and just text back and forth idly for hours. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, this is so inefficient. And what I'm saying isn't coming across the same way. So anyway, so the Florida dating is not that has not been that great so far. I know I'm going to turn it around. I'm determined to turn it around. But, and again, with a few exceptions, you know, there's been some fun, fun guys and that I'm seeing and things like that. But it took me like a lot to find those, like really a lot of sifting and sorting. And well, my number, I'm not giving that out. And all I would do is give you my burner number, by the way. That's all anybody gets in the very, very beginning. You didn't even get my first name. I mean, really, like, it's just like, here you go, burner number. And then I can I can just delete you and burn you if I need to. You'll never have had my real number. Now, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Funny story. You are not going to believe, you guys aren't going to believe this one. Listen, somebody on my roster, and I don't think it's anybody I've met with yet, for sure. It's not because I'm very, very careful about that. But somebody is up to no good because guess what? I get this phone call on my burner number and I only give it out to guys that I don't know and that I'm just in the, I'm, they're in the process. They're in my process. Um, they're in the funnel, my sales funnel. <laughs> I get this phone call. It's from a woman. And it's a 904 area code, which is Florida, right? And so, you know, I'm, I'm like, I don't know anybody's number by heart. So I'm thinking, oh, it's one of the guys, you know? So I'm just going to answer it. I didn't know who it was, but I'm just like, yeah, it's, you know, it's one of the guys, right? Obviously. Yeah, I say hello. And and it's, it's, it's a woman. And she says, oh, I'm sorry, who did I just call? And I went, uh-uh. <laughs> sorry, you just called me. Who are you trying to reach? She's like, well... I don't know. I just found this number written on a piece of paper. I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, you just found it on a piece of paper? Okay. You know, and I was like, well, is there a name there? Like, you know, she just, I had her all flustered because I just immediately answered a question with a question, took control of the conversation, redirected it, and just made it about, put, put the heat right on her. She very quickly got off the phone with me. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I guess I meant, you know, I guess I made a mistake. I'm like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, I did. But anyway, I... I probably just should have said, why don't you tell me what your boyfriend's name is and I'll tell you if I know him or not because isn't that really what you want to know? I mean, like I just, whatever. I should have just went for it. That would have been much, much more appropriate. But here's my point. Anybody that calls me and they're, obviously she's going through his phone. I mean, I was talking to Sir Inc. about this and he's like, who writes a number down on a piece of paper nowadays? Come on. Anyway, I don't, yeah, I don't believe it. Otherwise, he would have written my name. They would have said, you know, Layla and then and then my burner number. Pretty much bullshit, but she just, you know, she was on a fishing expedition. She's, you know, suspects this guy's up to something and apparently he is. Thank God, not with me. Oh my gosh. I would just kick him in the nuts. But, um... Any woman that calls me and if she were to ask me a straight up question, I would have given her an answer. She was being shifty about it. So she really kind of took the wrong play with me. I don't know him very well, whoever this guy is. I still don't know like who she belongs to. So I'm now I'm kind of like, now I've got to really do some sleuthing like on the slide to try to weed out like which one of these doofuses is it? You know, like 
who's the one with the significant other? So anyway, but if she would have said, I found your number in my boyfriend's phone or my husband's phone or whatever, and I just thought something was going on, I would be straight up. I would tell, I would be honest. If you're asking me the right question, I will tell you truthfully. And I don't know, like I said, I'm not whoever this guy is, I'm not sleeping with. So thank God, you know, I would just, that would be such a pisser. Um, so um, I would tell her, you know, I'd be like, I would give her the exact truth, you know, hey, I'm on a hookup site and your dude reached out to me. I don't, obviously, you know, he's up to no good. You're right. He's up to no good. So that solves that. Oh, well, that was interesting. So there we go. Like from, we went from inverted soft two and a half inches, John's scenario to women finding my number and their boyfriends or husband's phone (laughs) and me and my naughty stories from back when I was 16, 17. And maybe that was like really the start of my kinkiness right then and there. And I may owe them a big old thanks. I don't even remember his name. I don't even remember his name, but I'll tell you what, I remember the way that guy was touching me. Woo. And you know what? I liked it too. Oh, and it was not the way my boyfriend touched me. That's for damn sure. He, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Woo, that's why I couldn't say no <laughs> that's why I couldn't stop <laughs> oh yeah alright guys well thank you so much for joining me on this episode I hope you've been listening to my lovely little audio porn my entree into the audio porn world and if you haven't you can just jump on over to come with us podcast and read or listen to me doing my episodes. There's four total, but I think only three are released so far. Still have one more coming, but uh, that was very fun. I so enjoy doing it. And I would, I missed my calling, although I am nowhere like when you hear, when you hear the reads that they're doing, they're so much better, but it was very fun to dabble and give it a shot. And I feel like I could do better. I could get better and better at it. So you never know. Maybe I'll have like a little side audio porn hustle. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. As usual, please. I love, I love, love, love your voicemails. So go ahead, let it rip. Go to the website, thecuriouscoldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side and leave me a voice memo. All right. Love you guys. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Okay, take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.